0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. And we will to bring in our guest. Um, from the Diamond is his show, 5 p.m. until what time later today? 5 to 7. 5 to 7. I should have that written down and remember that, shouldn't I? Yeah, I don't know if you're preempted at other games, so I'm, that's fluid at times, right, if there's an Atlanta United game or something like that, which, by the way, we have today. And Mark Zeno is going to be out at uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium from 12 until 2.30 before Atlanta United and Orlando, pregame 2.30, kick at three. So mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah. Um, but, Corey, this is a big day in the world of sports. Or I'd say big day, but significant day. A lot of things famous with the sport, replays that you remember, happened on this day. This was the day that Billy Martin told Reggie Jackson to bunt, and Reggie said, "You know who you asking to bunt?" and went up there and swang. Next thing you know, it's the famous fight in the dugout. Yeah, that happened on this day. You remember that footage? Oh yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, you know, everything Billy Martin is classic, though, right? I mean, every every <laughs> yeah, you know, every blow up, every I mean, you know, it, the man is a, a walking YouTube rabbit hole.
0: Does this? Uh, ever get broken, today was the end of Joe DiMaggio's famous 56-game hitting streak. Ended on this no day. Way.
1: That, no way. Never happening again. I mean, just, it's you know, it, it, I just don't, I think the, the the quality of pitching across the league is so much better now than it was back then. And I know people, you know, but you'll have people that will will argue, you know, the, the merits of players from generation to generation. But I always go back to Dale Murphy telling me, that the players today are better equipped and, and better athletes than they were when he played. So think about how much better they were than when we're talking about the era of Joe DiMaggio. I'm not putting anything, taking anything away from DiMaggio. I'm just saying I think the quality of pitching across the league is
0: better than it was in his playing. I'm torn because right. I agree with him to some extent because DiMaggio, A, never played against the players that these today's players are playing you know, against. Plus, he never went west of the Mississippi. Dudes never went west of the Mississippi. Well, you know, uh, this happened in 41. So, yeah, first yeah. first teams didn't go out there until whenever. I think it's more, though, the, the, the TV coverage, the media coverage that will be upon that player. And it will happen once they get in the 40s. And once they pass 44, which is yeah. Pete Rose's National League record, that's when it's going to get intense. And I, don't, I think that'll be the thing that derails them. But anyway, Corey McCartney, joining Sam and Greg here at Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. All right, how do you talk about this Braves team right now? They're doing what they had to do after losing that series against the Mets and approaching the All-Star break. Your thoughts on them now? I, 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 mean, I don't think
1: much has changed in my perception of them before the Mets series. I mean, they're still one of the you know, the hottest offenses in baseball. I know it didn't always look that way against the Mets. I um, mean, you know, certainly the pit, starting pitching outside of Spencer Strider didn't look spectacular against the Mets, but um, certainly this team has gotten themselves within striking distance of the division leaders, and that's, I think, was the whole point of that run they went on in June and, and into July. So I think you got to be pretty happy with where they're at. I mean, certainly, you know, there's still some, I think, minor spots where they could still make some roster improvements, but I think by and large, you got to be really happy. I mean, Danby Swanson, you know, has played at an MVP level. you got Austin Riley now going on to the All-Star game. So six All-Stars in total. Uh, the most they've had since 2010. So I, I, I think if you're an observer of the Braves, I think you have to be really happy with where this team's at right now.
2: Spend his time on the waitforit.com outline this morning with Corey McCartney. He is social. You can find him on Twitter. There you at go. Corey J. McCartney. <laughs> at Corey J. McCartney. All right. Austin Riley, can we put this guy in the home run derby? Come on, man. And you know what? He would win it. I really believe if he were allowed to be in it, he would win it, Corey. Hey, I agree with you. You know, he's
1: at 27 right now. He's one away from Andres Galarraga for the Braves' first half, uh, you know, uh, record there. Uh, I almost feel like Ronald Acuna Jr. should kind of just like tag him in, right? I mean, let's <laughs> let's just let uh, Riley get in there because he's been on a completely you know, different level. I mean, you go back to June 30th and he leads the majors in slugging, you know, home runs, uh, uh, average, WAR. I mean, he's just been unbelievable. And I, honestly, I'm just really glad for him that he's able to get there because I think. When you looked across baseball, and yeah, there were a couple of guys, you know, maybe Ty France out in, you know, Seattle at the time that you could have said was a bigger snub. But I don't know that anybody really had a better argument than Austin Riley for what he's been able to accomplish to this point.
0: I brought this up with Sam earlier, and I hate the fact that I have to think about changing my thoughts on this New York Mets team because of the way we've seen Scherzer pitch these last couple outings as he has come back. But I'm going to hang on to it because I've seen him late innings in big games down the road have a hiccup, but all things being equal right now, and the Mets only two games up on this team, with him and DeGrom coming back, and if DeGrom is 80% of what he used to be, you still feel comfortable saying that the Braves are going to pass these guys up? With with, With the lineup they have, too, in place, with Alonzo anchoring that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I think preseason, I was even, I, I thought the Mets were going to win the division. I, I think the Braves, because of the expanded postseason, are getting in regardless, but I just felt like the depth that the Mets had in that pitching. And I, you know, obviously DeGrom has not thrown a pitch so far this year. Uh, he's really close, though. He's going to have another uh, rehab start on Tuesday. Um, you know, and, and Scherzer, I, look, the last two times we've seen Scherzer in big game situations, he's asked to be pulled out of games, which is very scherzer like. I'm but, saying. Uh, you know, you know, but you still know the resume. And, and this guy gets himself more, I mean, more amped up, I think, than anybody across the game. I mean, you saw him in minor league games look like he, you know, he was going to, you know, rip somebody's head off. I and mean, the intensity, no one's questioning that. Um, I, I think they just have so much depth. And, and think about Chris Bassett, Chris Bassett, David Peterson, who once the Ground comes back, David Peterson's probably not getting starts. And he was so effective against the Braves. So uh, I, I just think. Depth-wise, they just have such a fantastic, potentially fantastic rotation Once
2: the dog gets back. Spending time on the waitforit.com outline with Corey McCartney. Um, man, you can hear him from, from the Diamond later on today here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Corey, talk about Robinson Cano. Um, he's been added to this team. How will you feel he best will serve this team? Obviously, he's someone that will give some background uh, when facing the Mets, and you have a lot of games with the Mets coming up. Uh, you, you expect to get Ozzy back at some point, but how do we fit this guy in with this type of experience?
1: You know, it's really interesting. We were talking to Austin Riley on Monday, um, you know, when Cano arrived, and he was like, you know, the biggest thing for him is that this guy's done and seen everything. He's been on a track where he looked like he was going to chase, you know, be on the level of a Roger Hornsby, Ryan Sandberg. Well, you know, we're talking about the greatest second baseman of all time. And then he's down in the, you know, having to sit out, you know, with, with PED suspensions. You know, exactly. he's gone through all that, and certainly from a playing standpoint, I mean, he's been, you know, I mean, he's played at the highest level. He's been among the the elite players in the game for long stretches of time. He's seen every pitching, every situation. So I think he means a lot from that standpoint. I will go back though to his first night in a Braves uniform. He had two hits that night that were both above hundred, hundred nine mile per hour or, or higher. He's not done that in a game more than once since 2019. So I think, you know, Antopolis and Snicker told us that they had seen some things the previous month before they made the deal that they thought they saw some signs of him improving his swing at the minor league level. Um, it seems to be playing off so far. I mean, certainly he's going to be sharing duties with Orlando Arcia. Uh, once Ozzy always comes back, he's obviously going to be pushed to more of the bench role. Uh, but I think, from a standpoint of what he could potentially get if he can tap back into anything like he used to be, and then just from an experience and leadership standpoint, I think it, it's it, you know just him being around those more of those younger guys and having that that track record, I think, is is maybe the most meaningful thing he could bring.
0: That's what I was going to ask you about his his veteran presence in the locker room with the loss of Freddie Freeman. He comes in there and his credibility is you know. Nobody can say anything about that. You can say what he was has been as a person, but when it comes to getting out there on the field, you know nobody can say anything about that. But as we look at the second half of the season, and with the return of Ozzy, Sam and I were talking about this yesterday. Look, if he can come off the bench, and 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 deliver that hit, a guy who, if they decide to put a shift on or whatever, you know he can go the opposite way. Give us a veteran bat coming off the bench down the stretch, and as far as I'm concerned. Robinson Cano will be worth the price of admission.
1: So think about guys that the Braves have had success with the past few years in that role. You've had Pablo Sandoval has done it. Right. You've had you Asuna. know Matt Joyce. Matt Joyce has done it. I mean, but but this guy has not only the capabilities, but he has the the. The, the opportunity, the potential of, of being an elevated version of what they've had before. And, and I will say, you know, the, the leadership thing, the the way the kind of the clubhouse, and I'm not saying that it's, you know, the clubhouse is broken into cliques or whatever, but certainly you have guys who English is not their, their native language. And you guys have, you know, you guys have, you know, obviously, you know, guys who speak Spanish, you know, English, Robinson Cano has the ability to go across the clubhouse yep. and, bring, and talk to everybody. And I think that's an underrated part of it, because Ozzy always can do that. You know, there's not a lot of guys in the clubhouse who can speak multiple languages. And certainly you have the ability with Cano, who not only has done what he's done, but can talk to everybody in that clubhouse, I think, is a big factor, too.
2: Pending time on the way dot hotline this morning, talking with Corey McCartney, talking Braves baseball. We're going to get Spencer Strider today uh, to take us to, uh, to, to the all-star break. <laughs> yeah, no, really. <laughs> 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 Watching for him today uh, to give us a sweep up in D.C. I'm looking for a lot of
1: heat. You know, there's there's nobody in baseball who has thrown a higher percentage of fastballs, and everyone knows it's coming, and it doesn't matter. Um, he just continues to do damage. That, that slider is just so special. Uh, throws the occasional change up in there, but um, he is going to challenge guys and just absolutely all you can say is good luck. I mean, he's been I, – I think, you know, you looked at the preseason and it felt like, okay, this rotation is – it's Max Freed and, and and Ian Anderson and, and Charlie Morton and what happens next. Kyle Wright's come, you know, and been every bit a, a former top five pick, and Spencer Strider has been one of the most pleasant surprises in all of baseball. Um, he just, he's, in my opinion right now, it's him and Michael Harris for National League Rookie of the Year, and you've got to make your, your, your decision between the two of those guys because um, they have just both been fantastic. But uh, I don't know that we believe that Strider would have been this effective moving into the starting rotation.
0: You know, this is crazy what I'm about to say here, but Sam and I, and this will be the third time, we will have brought up the name of Dion Sanders on this show, and every time his name came up, we were talking about him connected with something different. In sport. Talking, first, we're talking about him in pro football. Then we're talking about him with The Rock coming out uh, with the XFL out to Jackson State, and Dion was on with that. And today is the day that Dion hit the inside the park home run as a Yankee. That Whoa. famous footage of him flipping over the, guy, the catcher yeah. at home plate yeah. and going back and tagging it there um, on this date here. Um, who throws out the first pitch? What kind of, what sort of pomp and circumstance are you looking forward to, Cartney, for this All Star Game? Sam and I was. Uh, Wondering about that since it's in LA, and you saw what they did for the Super Bowl and other events. So, what do you or who would you like to see? Now, he speculated on, on Sandy Koufax coming out. I don't know that Sandy Koufax will throw anything publicly anymore. I just don't. I don't think he wants anybody to look at him. You know, whatever his shoulders like now in 2022. But and speculated on somehow having Vince Scully do the announcement for the lineups. You know what I mean? Are you at a drive through?
1: I am actually uh I my my travel team is playing for a championship today. So Whoa. we have our first semifinal game uh starts at nine o'clock and then we gotta roll another another game after that and then I gotta come down to the studio. Oh, hang so. on a second, you buried yeah, the lead here.
0: What travel team what are you playing, man, or is or just your kids?
1: Yeah, so my, my son's out yeah, I'm coaching. So uh yeah, my son actually hurt his hand yesterday, so he's not playing today. But um yeah, we're uh, we're we're working on a championship over here at Patriots Park in Woodstock.
0: And this is baseball, I don't want to assume baseball. Yep. Kids it could yep, be anything. Yeah, this is baseball. <laughs> yeah, okay.
1: yeah, it's uh, yep, twelve U. We're getting ready to move into a thirteen U team, so that makes some
0: noise.
2: <laughs> yeah, I wonder what that was going on in Back yeah, It Sound like he's
0: somewhere people getting a little <laughs> getting a little BP in. Okay. He does. He got a now that's a that's a pops right there. Yeah. Getting up early on a Sunday morning, <laughs> taking his kid to his games, going to be out there with dad, enjoying the day. Probably run him through one of the dri- he'll probably take him through a drive-through after the game, right? Yeah. And get yourself cheeseburger right. and an orange drink. That snow- was me. No ride. snow cone. Oh, don't get me started. we'll get to that another time. Don't get me. You know, he's bringing <laughs> right, up something so, from yesterday.
1: But you guys asked me about who's got. I want. I want to see Brad Pitt throw out first pitch. Bring the money ball connection into it. You're you're in the you know the in Southern California. So let's tie all Southern California, Hollywood, baseball, either you know, give me, give me uh, Kevin Costner or give me, uh, give, me, give me Brad Pitt.
0: Well, Costner did the thing at the uh, Field of Dreams game last year. Actually, I was talking about that with Sam earlier too because who are they? I think the logical choice this year would have been a guy who now, unfortunately, is not available if they keep it tied to the movie, and that's Ray Liotta. So then who, you ain't going to bring out James Earl Jones. No. You know, you ain't gonna bring him out. So, so who do you bring out um, for that? Um, again, I, let's wait and see what happens. But I think the best thing for me and, and and Sam brought this up. If they have Vince Scully announce the lineups as they bring the players, I'm cool with that. That would be very cool. That that would be enough because we ain't heard Vince in a while.
1: So. No, and think about it, he missed. Obviously, he missed the championship run during the pandemic season. You know, he was already out at that point. I think that would be a, a really nice touch.
0: Yeah. Corey, listen, man, and good luck to your son today and you as the manager. And uh, as always, thank you very much. We'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. Thanks.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild.